Good morning. It is Thursday, June the 8th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today before our Lord Jesus Christ, consecrating ourselves for the day ahead. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. And Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a holy and living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our entry today is called How the Spirit Turns Ruins into Foundations. Our text is Romans 8, verses 26 to 30. Hear the word of the Lord. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Ever since I first heard it in England, I've been listening to this song on repeat. When I feel like ruins, you see foundations. You see foundations. To build your kingdom here. The song speaks, no, it cries out to me of the anchoring words of Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. One evening last week during the Wildfires Festival, I was walking across the pasture of the grounds of Whiston Place, back to my room. A couple I had briefly met the day before ran, the day prior, ran over to me and beckoned me to join their little twilight picnic group for a chat. Did I mention it was freezing and I didn't take the right clothes and that I was battling sickness and was bone tired? I didn't want to do it. 
but something told me to sit with them. What ensued was a conversation concerning the power of the atonement of Jesus, the healing mission of Jesus, and his kingdom that could only be categorized as extraordinary, with a fellowship of saints who could only be categorized as exceptional. As darkness fell on the land, a New Testament scene was rising up around us. One of the men in the circle, Patrick, asked if I would pray for him. It turns out he is a priest in the Church of England and an anointed healer himself. He spoke of the health crisis that emerged in his life in his early 50s. Now, at 57, not only had his kidneys failed, but they were so diseased they had to be removed, resulting in nightly dialysis at home. His physical body was in ruins. Nothing more could be done. Patrick needed a miracle of supernatural order. When I feel like ruins, you see foundations. You see foundations to build your kingdom here. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. I reached into my pocket and pulled out a single seed of wheat. You know I always carry seeds with me to remind me what I am doing in this world, sowing love, indeed for a great awakening. I placed the seed in Patrick's hand. He stunned me as he put the seed in his mouth and swallowed it whole. I asked if anyone had oil. They only had wine. I asked each person to audibly affirm the ancient creed, Jesus is Lord. And then I asked each to affirm their faith in Jesus present to heal. I anointed Patrick with wine, a first for me making the sacred sign of the Holy Cross on his forehead in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Next, I said to the circle, Because the power of Jesus is present to heal, we need not put the emphasis on what we are doing here and our mode of prayer and intercession, but instead let us focus simply on what Jesus is doing which is healing his son, Patrick. Because the Spirit was already interceding in wordless groans, I added, I sense the Spirit would not have us ask for healing tonight, but to instead receive healing in the name of Jesus. I led Patrick in this simple prayer. Jesus. I receive your healing. Then his wife, along with the other couple, laid hands on and joined us in saying, Jesus, we 
receive your healing for Patrick. We exchanged some more words of love between us, and I departed into the night for my quarters. What will happen? This will happen. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And I hear the words to that song. When I feel like ruins, you see foundations. The prayer, Father, thank you for Jesus. And Jesus, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Sweep us up into this mystical place of prayer where you work out your winning even through losing and even especially in losing. We pray now the words of this new hymn rising up in the church. My brokenness made beautiful. It's like you said, all things made new. My heart cries out, build your kingdom here. Let faith like fire burn in our bones. Let hope arise from weary souls. Our hearts cry out, build your kingdom here. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, as you sense faith arising in and around you, would you join our voices in prayer around Patrick? Jesus, we receive your healing for Patrick. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And where are the ruins rising up in your life? And how are they taking the shape of foundations? Today we're going to continue with our Romans 8 anthem, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. I'm sorry about the snafu earlier in the week with the hymn. I think we're back on track. It's hymn number 88 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. By the way, I would encourage you, if you want to order one of these, we're in our second printing. And we're already over halfway sold through that list. So put your order in. We're going to fulfill them in the order we get them. Um, And you need one. (coughs) Excuse me. We all need a hymnal next to our Bible. Two books of the church. Okay, let's let these lyrics and their melody crystallize our faith today. We'll sing first three, first three verses today. We'll, we'll cap out on tomorrow, Friday, with all four. Love divine, all love's excelling, joy of heaven to earth come down. Fix in us thy humble dwelling, all thy faithful mercies crown. Jesus, thou art all compassion. Your unbounded love thou art. Visit us with thy salvation. 
Enter every trembling heart. Breathe, O oh, breathe, thy loving spirit into every troubled breast. Let us all in thee inherit. Let us find that second rest. Take away our bent to sinning. Alpha and Omega be End of faith as its beginning Set our hearts at liberty Come, Almighty, to deliver Let us all thy life receive Suddenly return and never Nevermore thy temples leave. Thee we would be always blessing, Serve thee as thy hosts above. Pray and praise thee without ceasing, Glory in thy perfect love. That song, I mean, there's so many phrases in there. There's perfect love right there at the end. There's, um, let us find that second rest. Take away our bent to sinning. End of faith is its beginning. I mean, there's just incredible depth here. Well, we keep singing it so we can get beyond just the mere effort to comprehend what we're singing and really sing it. Listen, here's a PS today. Are you digging the Holy Spirit well deeper this summer? You know, at Seedbed, we always dedicate the summer months to a deep dive into the Holy Spirit. It's just natural following the day of Pentecost. And I wanted to make sure that you knew about a new resource we just released. It's called the Holy Spirit, an introduction, and it's by Dr. Matt Ayers. This is Kingdom Gold. Matt is the president of Wesley Biblical Seminary. He's a professor of Bible and doctrine. Matt's the rare kind of scholar who can translate the depths of theological wisdom for everyday Christians in local churches and who can teach Scripture in a way that it combusts into flame. You know, there's so much wacky teaching out there about the third person of the Trinity. It's hard to know who and what to trust. And this is why Seedbed has given such focus to to publishing around the person and work of the Holy Spirit. That's why we're so behind this book. You can see a link in the email. You can get a feel for the book and for Matt. We've got an amazing series of video shorts there. The link's in the PS today. Of course, there's a link also to purchase the book, and we hope you'll do that. Supports supports the work, uh, most of all, supports the, the building, the way that Jesus builds up his church, and uh, certainly it, it helps Seedbed in what we're trying to do and to uh, bless the church and Christians like you. But uh, that's it for today. I'm headed down to... Uh, I haven't said this, I don't think I've told you. I've been all week in a class with Tom Wright. You might know him as N.T. Wright. He's one of the greatest Bible teachers of our time, if not all time, teaching down in Houston a series 
a class this week on the Acts of the Apostles. And of course, you know, that's what we're doing next on the wake-up call. So I thought, what an opportunity to get down there and uh, sit at the feet of one of the goats, right? Greatest of all time, N.T. Wright. So I'm headed down there this morning. I got seeds in my pocket. I know you got them in yours. All right, gang, let's get out there and sow for the awakening. J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.